0: Welcome back to Local News Live. I hope your day is off to a great start. Right now we are talking about those top stories unfolding from Connecticut this week. It is a big week in Connecticut and luckily um, we have one of our journalists from Gray Television Station, Roger Susanen, a reporter from WFSB out of Rocky Hill, Connecticut, who joins us uh, to talk more about these developing stories unfolding this week in Connecticut. Roger, so happy to always have you joining us on Local News Live. I know you have a busy morning so let's go ahead and get up to date with one of the top stories unfolding this
1: week. Well good morning Jessica and you're right certainly a very busy week here in Connecticut and I want to start by talking about a story that unfortunately has gripped people here in Connecticut for a very sad reason. On Monday there was a murder in Connecticut in a town called Meriden. A young mother just 37 years old was murdered either inside or outside her apartment building. We know her body was discovered outside the apartment building where she lives. And all police are telling us right now, again, they're not identifying the woman, but they're telling us that she is 37 years old. And we do know that a suspect has been identified, but no arrests have been made. But we're also told that the suspect is known to the victim in this case. So unfortunately, many friends and neighbors of this woman fear that this could be an instance of domestic violence. But we also know that this woman, she had two small children, and a third older child as well. So this is just, of course, heartbreaking uh, for everybody in our uh, community here in Connecticut that, that this would happen. And yeah. what's the kind of coming to so Absolutely,
0: yeah, absolutely. And um, this homicide investigation, Roger, um, not this area not known for crime, and, and, as to, you
1: know, to that extent. No, you know, in Meriden is a relatively small city in Connecticut. Um, there is a decent amount of crime. However, everyone that lives in this apartment complex tells us that nothing like this has happened for a long time there. We talked to residents that had lived there 4, 5, 6 years and they said, "You know, it's relatively peaceful, quiet. You have minor things like car break-ins and stuff like that, but not this kind of violent crime." And this happened late Sunday night, I should have mentioned. But then the investigation really kicked off on Monday and we expect it to be a huge topic of conversation throughout the week. The mayor of Meriden has already weighed in about how devastating this is and he's going to give the police all the resources that they need because unfortunately we lost this young mother. She's gone. There's nothing we can do about that. But certainly now we want to make sure that her killer is brought to justice.
0: Yeah, very sad situation there, and um, I was also following along with the new information um, as y'all continue to bring this out, and right now the victim's name not being released. Am I right?
1: That's right. The uh, victim's name has not yet been released, and we can also tell you they have not yet identified.
0: Did we lose you, Roger. Well, we may have lost Rogers who in there from our station WFSB uh, will of course try and bring the signal back because again, uh, a lot of developing stories unfolding this week in Connecticut. Um, and so he was just talking about this homicide investigation that is underway right now. Again, this happened late Sunday night uh, and they are continuing to follow any new information right now. Uh, the victim 37 years old and we were just mentioning when we were speaking with Roger, unfortunately it looks like it, we lost that connection. Again, I'll try and bring it back up. Um, so we can hear more but right now we do know that that victim's name not yet being released we do know she was a mother 37 years old uh no arrests have been made at this time so as our colleague roger susana was saying uh right now please continue the investigation and are looking for a suspect so this is a story of course uh, we will keep a close watch on and any new information will hopefully be able to provide that for you all right well other new top stories happening in connecticut um well it looks like roger's back so how what a perfect timing for roger to come back because um he can tell you about the other top stories developing
1: there in connecticut roger we got you back jessica i'm so sorry cell phone issue technology it's the best thing we've got going and also the worst right (laughs) i totally agree and i apologize because we are we are still driving around kind of to our our next story but That should uh, lead me to that story, which is a big thing here in Connecticut, has been proposed tax cuts. Because, Jessica, as you know, Connecticut is a pretty darn expensive place to live. In general, the taxes here are high, and the gas tax in particular is very high. So lately, legislators have been talking about potential uh, tax cuts. And one of the things we talked with you about last week, Jessica, was Mm -hmm. they're talking about suspending the gas tax. Well, now they're also talking about CUTTING THE CAR TAX IN CONNECTICUT BY ONE-THIRD. SO THE LIEUTENANT GOVERNOR IS GOING TO GIVE US KIND OF THE DETAILS ON THAT PLAN COMING UP uh, IN JUST A LITTLE BIT ALSO IN uh, THE SMALL CITY OF MERIDEN uh, WHERE THAT PRECEDING STORY ALSO TOOK PLACE IN. SO PEOPLE ARE EXCITED ABOUT THAT BECAUSE, AGAIN, THEY'RE TALKING ABOUT CUTTING OUR TAXES BY A THIRD. AND JESSICA, I DON'T KNOW IF IT'S THE SAME WHERE YOU LIVE but in Connecticut, get this. So, like, if I own two or three or four cars, and by the way, I don't, but if I work, <laughs> I pay taxes on every single car. Dude. So you'd have to pay taxes on every car. you got to pay taxes on every vehicle. If you own a boat, you got to pay taxes on that. Yeah. The joke in Connecticut is that if something's not nailed down to the ground, it's going to be taxed. So because right now times are tough with gas prices going up, mm-hmm. lawmakers now, we have a budget surplus in Connecticut due to inflation and due to some federal COVID money. So lawmakers now are trying to give back, and uh, some folks would say, hey, they're doing this out of the goodness of their heart. Some people are saying they're doing it because they don't want to get voted out of office. I'll let the judgments uh, come down on either side, but the bottom line is we are definitely talking about more and more of these proposed tax cuts in uh, Connecticut, so that's certainly a big deal.
0: Yeah, definitely a big story this week. Uh, We know that it does impact a lot of people. So uh, new information should be released from the Connecticut governor this week. Hey, we'll be looking forward to learning more about that. Because as you said, just, you know, last week when we were talking about the gas taxes, extremely high. So uh, we know that is definitely one of the big stories that uh, a lot of the constituents there are waiting to find out new information.
1: Eric definitely uh very very excited about that on our social media it's already kind of blowing up just even discussing that but i gotta tell you jessica there's one story here in connecticut i think that is getting the most attention and i can't wait excited <laughs> listen to this- pretty wild okay so you know connecticut one thing i think that our state is known for is the university of connecticut we call it uconn right their women's basketball team is just insanely good i would say uconn's Women's basketball team is probably the level that you are as an anchor and a journalist. That's how good our UConn women's basketball team is. And I don't say that lightly. So last night, I should say uh, Monday night, they played this unbelievably close game in the second round of the NCAA tournament with University of Central Florida, UCF. And of course, no surprise, UConn came out on top. And listen to this, Jessica. This, I think, is going to blow your mind. Hang on to your hat. Okay, wait, hold on. Let me
0: get ready, Roger. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly. UConn has now qualified for 28 straight Sweet Sixteens in the Women's NCAA Tournament. When the streak started, Jessica, you weren't even born. I know that a fact. I was not. not I was there. not. Uh, I was still in diapers, although I got to be honest, I was a late bloomer in that regard. <laughs> but so that is just something. A lot of the people that supported Jessica, they're like, they're bleary eyed. They're, they're rubbing their eyes because it was a, late, a somewhat late game. Uh, but people are in a really good mood. And it's definitely the thing that if you are walking around, driving around Connecticut now, talking to people at gas stations or whatever, they're all saying, did you see that game last night? And uh, in Connecticut, you know, some states, football's king, baseball's big in other areas. In Connecticut, the sport that we're most known for is women's basketball and the University of Connecticut Huskies. Uh, they never seem to let us down, and uh, we're definitely very proud of them this morning.
0: The hardwood is taking over, man. I tell you what, Roger, um, that is super exciting, and that's not only going to be a big talker this week. That's going to be a big talker for quite some time.
1: Oh, absolutely, and we've got another big game this weekend. UConn plays Indiana, and the winner goes on to the eight, and perhaps, hopefully, another Final Four. UConn is a two seed, so believe it or not, this is the craziest thing, Jessica. This actually is considered not a great UConn team by UConn's normal standards because typically UConn is almost always a number one seed. This year UConn is a two seed, which means in theory they're projected only to get to the next round, only to the Elite Eight. But of course, we in Connecticut, we've seen the Lady Huskies go so far in the past, so we're always uh, confident that they're going to figure it out. And I hope, Jessica, that the next time we are chatting, we're talking about UConn headed to the Final Four. Otherwise, you're probably going to be teasing me and saying that, uh, hey, they, they didn't quite get there. But I, I we, we definitely believe in them.
0: I cannot wait. Man, I am believing them already, too, Roger. <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like we may have lost. Are you back? Okay. You're back. Great. I thought we had lost signal. Man, that's such an exciting story. I love, um, I love this. This was, this was a great one to end on, Roger.
1: Well, hey, I'm so happy to be talking with you about that. And it's definitely a big story to talk about. And, uh, again, always kind of a wild, uh, time. I feel like in Connecticut. And I love that you always have us uh, on there to chat about it with you.
0: Well, we love it, too. Thank you. I know you are busy. It looks like we are losing a bit of signal with Roger. Um, But we we know he's busy. He's out there working. He's headed to his next story. Thank you, Roger, for joining us on Local News Live. We always appreciate your time and telling us about those top stories unfolding from Connecticut. Thank you. We'll chat with you next week.